0: Hey, Bernie here. Before we get started, I want to encourage you to download the Career Reboot Checklist. This episode is all about the checklist, and you're going to want to have it handy. You can get it on the show notes for this episode or at midlifefulfilled.com. You're listening to the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, the show for men and women over 40 who want to thrive in midlife. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. I'm here to empower you to get the most out of the five pillars in midlife. Health, fitness, career, relationships, and legacy. Subscribe to my weekly newsletter to get actionable tips to thrive across these five pillars. And now, prepare to be inspired, educated, challenged, or maybe all three on this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. Hello my midlife friend, this is Bernie Borges, your host of the Midlife Fulfill Podcast and this is episode 145 and I'm releasing this episode on January 1st, 2024. Happy New Year my friend, happy, happy New Year. Uh, Whenever you're listening to this, I just hope that the New Year is off to a great start. If it's on the first day of the New Year, then I hope that you had a great time last night and that uh, you're ready for an awesome New Year. I'm excited about 2024. And this is part two of a two-part series. Part one, which released a week ago, last Monday, which was December 25th, Christmas Day, 2023. Uh, That was part one of a two-part series where I am covering the five steps to the midlife career reboot, which is from my workbook. But what I did was I created a one-page checklist. Got a lot of help from my digital marketing strategist, Kerry Baker. Shout out to Kerry. And we created this one-page checklist because that's the feedback that we got. The workbook is where you really dive in, you do the work, the one-page checklist is what really allows you to just kind of keep it front and center, review it on a daily basis if that's something you want to do. And so on the first part of this two-part series, I covered the first two steps. And let's do a recap of that, and then I'll dive in and I'll cover steps three, four, and five. So the first two steps of the five-step Reboot Career Reboot reboot Checklist, which as a reminder, I used this method myself to reboot my career twice in the past seven years. That's why I wrote this workbook because I used this, this method. And the other reminder I want to give you is that this method, these practices can be used in two other use cases. We t- I talked about that in the previous episode. It can be used to build your personal brand and it can also be used in business development. So this is not These are not practices that are limited to only a career reboot. Okay. That said, the first two steps that I covered on the previous episode were step number one, think of yourself as a product. You are the product, know your product really, really well. Your strengths, weaknesses, who do you serve? And then get that right on LinkedIn because generally speaking, that's where the the personal branding and our marketing is done to those that we want to reach in a career reboot, mostly on LinkedIn. I'm generalizing, but I'm comfortable making that generalization. Step number one, get the product right. Step number two, know your target market. Who are you trying to reach? Who are they? What role are they? What titles are they? What industries are they in? What kind of companies do they work for? What are their pain points? And then, of course, how do you solve those pain points? Those are the first two steps on the checklist. And by the way, let me remind you, the checklist is available on the website, midlifefulfilled.com, as well as on the show notes for this episode so you can just scroll down to the show notes for this episode and click and get the checklist if you don't already have it but i encourage you to have it as we go through this two-part series step number three which is my focus on this this episode right here is to reach out and engage with your target market relationally and i really want to emphasize emphasize relationally so let's look at the word relationally what what do i mean by relationally well relation means to actually build a relationship with someone, do do something or do things, do activities that are building relation or relationship with someone. So when I say reach out to your audience, your target audience and engage with them relationally, what I'm suggesting is to essentially avoid the most common mistake that people make after the first two steps. If they get the product right and they know the target audience oftentimes they skip right to the fourth step, which is asking for something. The fourth step is to ask for something. But what I'm suggesting, and again, this is the method that I use to reboot my own career twice in the past seven years. What I'm suggesting is before you ask for something, engage relationally. So how do you do that online? Well, you find these people By doing searches, again, I'm going to stick with LinkedIn, but you can go outside of LinkedIn and apply these same principles. You find them by doing searches, using titles, roles, industries, other keywords that allows you to find these people. You can even do hashtag searches, literally like type the hashtag symbol, put a word after it that's relevant. It could be the industry that you're looking for. It could be a particular topic or process like artificial intelligence or accounting or uh, you know, a, civic engineering, civil engineering, or whatever the case may be. Find the people that you want to eventually ask to do something, like meet with you. These are people that have potential to be influential in a midlife career reboot, whether they're prospects where you might be looking for a job or people that might actually help you get to someone that can help you find your next job. Whatever the case may be. And by the way, I encourage you to think broadly. Don't limit yourself to just the people that you think might be your future boss. Don't limit your, yourself to just thinking that way. Think a little more broadly. Who are the people that can help you get to the people that might be your future boss? Those people can be very influential. So as you're searching for them and finding them, build a list maybe you can bookmark them that's a simple method you, you know use a, a bookmarking function on i use chrome chrome is i think obviously a very popular browser but i you can do it on any any browser where you can bookmark you can bookmark their linkedin profiles you can bookmark their websites or anything else that is a digital destination for these individuals then reach out and engage relationally what i mean by relationally is what I call, and I didn't make this up, by the way, I'm just sharing th- th- the next point I'm going to make is what I mean by I didn't make this up. I didn't make up the, the KLT moniker. KLT is an acronym that's, that stands for No like, and trust. I love that because it just nails the intention. It gets right to the heart of what step number three is all about. Hey, join me and Erica Heald for a can't-miss live event, 2024 Career Planning for a More Fulfilling Life, happening on January 17th, 2024. Erica Heald is an accomplished content marketing consultant, and she and I have planned a live event that combines her content marketing expertise and my five-step career reboot plan. During the hour-long event, You'll learn how to set your personal brand foundation, define the ideal audience that you want to target for your career, and build a mind map to fuel your content creation. And you'll receive My Career Reboot Workbook that guides you to set and reach your goals. You can also access direct support from Erica and yours truly, as well as network with the other attendees. Hey, register to attend this event live or get the on-demand recording if you're listening to this after January 17th. Just open the show notes page for this episode to find the link to the registration page. Hey, let's make 2024 a more fulfilling year. You want to build the know, like, and trust factor. And you do that by looking for places where they are engaging online. Again, I'm going to stick with LinkedIn as the most common place. And if they're engaging on, on LinkedIn, and I realize not everybody does. So you're going to find people in your target market that are not active on LinkedIn, but look for people in your target market who are active on LinkedIn and engage with them. If they If they're posting on LinkedIn, like their posts, say something about their post and when i say say something i mean say something i don't mean say nice post or you know something really silly like i agree no add a comment think of yourself joining a conversation standing around there's a group of people and now all of a sudden you're you're in this group you wouldn't just stand there and nod your head and not say anything if you want to engage with them relationally you would look for an opportunity to enter into the conversation and add to the conversation. That's what I mean by engage with them relationally. So again, like their comments on LinkedIn, engage with their comments by adding a comment, especially if if the person is commenting or posting on something that you have expertise on, that's really within your wheelhouse. That is a great opportunity for you to add a comment, show your expertise. Now, Be mindful that you don't want to be boasting, but nonetheless, show your expertise. And the key here is to do it in a way where you're asking for nothing. And the other key is that you're doing this consistently so that over time, the person or the people that you're engaging with relationally get to see you have a presence on their activity online. So you're building that no factor. They get to know you. you. You want to build the like factor by engaging with them in a way that gives them a reason to like you that you're adding value to the conversation and then the trust factor is that you're not there to sell or spam or anything self-serving you're there to engage you're there to add value to a conversation now again i'll state what i said a moment ago which is not everyone that you find for your target audience is going to be active on social media and specifically as i'm referring to here on linkedin So whether it's 10% or 50% of the people that you find, whatever that percentage is, those are the people that you look to engage with relationally. So that's step number three is to focus on relationally engage with them. Again, building the KLT, the know, like, and trust factor with them. Once you have done that, and I have a general rule of thumb that you should engage with someone at least three times before you go to step number four. Step number four is to ask for something. Think of this as, here's another analogy, another analogy, okay? Uh, Look, I've been married 36 years, so it's been a few decades since I've been in the dating scene, but I think we can all remember, we can all remember that you want to ask someone for a date, you kind of have to build up to it. So in this analogy, before you ask for a date, you have to build a little bit of that KLT, no like and trust factor. So again, it's just an analogy, but you get the point. Once you've engaged with someone at least three times, and when I say at least three times, I mean at least. Maybe it's five. Maybe it's 10. Maybe it's more than that. Really, you be the judge of that. Based on the activity, the engagement that's going on, you be the judge of that. Then when you feel comfortable asking for something, that could be a meeting, a call, a referral, or even just connecting on LinkedIn. If you have any KLT, credentials with th- this individual you stand a great chance of getting what you ask for because you have built some of that no like and trust factor and that's huge again back to the dating analogy right you're not going to ask someone for a date who knows nothing about you you've got to build the klt no like and trust so engaging relationally over a sustained period of time and then when you feel comfortable ask for something again It could be as simple as connecting, it could be asking for a referral or an introduction to someone who you think can be a good introduction for you. And when you ask for that, make reference to some of the engagement that you've had. Something as simple as, hey, I've really enjoyed reading about your posts on topic X, Y, and Z, and it's very relevant to my career and my experience. And I was wondering, if you would be uh, willing to introduce me to this person or would would like to connect i would be honored to connect with you i like the connection request by the way i like the connection request because it's a small ask it's a small ask it's not a big ask then after you connect then here's another key thing that i recommend and that is don't ask for the, the the meeting or whatever it is don't ask is the next step Give something, give something, whatever that is. It could be a link to an article. It could be a link to a video that is relevant to what you've learned about them. Something that you think might be meaningful and interesting to them and don't ask for anything and then wait a few days, wait a week. Seriously, you've got to be patient about this. Kind of like dating, even though it's been a few decades for me. I remember it well. You've got to be patient and you've got to be thoughtful about it. Then after you've done some of that giving, then you can go back and then say, Hey, would you mind making this introduction to me? And here's why I I want this introduction. Or I was wondering, you know, I I love your company. I I noticed that there's a a position open or I was wondering if there's a position open that could leverage my experience and X, Y, and Z. If you were to do that right out of the gate, very early in the process, back to the dating analogy. If you just ask someone for a date out of the blue, probably not going to happen. I know that I'm really overusing the dating analogy, but I just want to stress how important it is to engage with your target market, your target audience relationally, build that know, like, and trust factor. Then, then you earn the right to ask for something. So those are steps three and four engage relationally, then ask for something. Step five simply is, what's working, what's not working. Just examine that. And it, it's not like you have to wait months to get to step five and examine what's working and not, and not working. The point is, I just want that to be on your radar. I just want you to be thinking about in terms of what is working and what isn't working. Maybe you need to change some of the way that you're engaging. Maybe you need to change your cadence, your frequency, that sort of thing. Just think about it, document it, Again, the workbook enables you to document it and then modify it however you need to modify it and then just keep at it. I'll remind you once again that these five practices for rebooting your career, number one, they can be applied to business development and personal branding. Number two, these are the same five practices that I used to reboot my career twice in the past seven years. So it isn't rocket science, But there is a methodology here. There is an approach and it's a thoughtful approach. It is an intentional approach. And by the way, it's very human. I hope that that's been obvious to you. I hope that you see that all I'm really suggesting in these five steps is that you think through who you are as a product, who's your target market, how can you engage with that target market in a way that allows you to build some relationships, some no no like and trust. What's the right timing to ask for something? And then as you're going through this, what's working, what's not working. That brings this episode to a wrap. Part two of my two-part episode on the career reboot checklist. Again, you can get the checklist at our website at midlifeofill.com, as well as right here on the show notes. I'm Bernie Borges, your host of the Midlife Fulfilled podcast. Again, I wish you Happy New Year, and I look forward to relationally engaging with you as well. And I want to remind you, as I always like to remind you, that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. I hope you were inspired, informed, challenged, or all three. I'm on a mission to reach men and women over 40 who want to thrive. And if you're wondering how you can help me reach more midlifers, it's easy. First, be sure to press the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player so that you don't miss future episodes. Secondly, share the Midlife Fulfill podcast with someone you know. Thirdly, and this is my biggest ask, rate or review this podcast either in Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. Hey, this is my favorite part of each episode, because this is where I remind you that if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great. And if you want me to prove this to you, listen to episode 100. I'm your host, Bernie Borges, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast.